Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host live from Las Vegas, your other host live out there in Boston on the East Coast, Josh Applebaum. Josh, how are you? Pritch, I'm doing great. First off, I want to give a shout out to your Colorado Rockies last <laughs> night, Pritch. They made us sweat. They're up five to two. Old friend Daniel Bard used to be a, a great, uh, you know, setup man for the Red Sox. Yes. Got out of baseball, came back. He blew it five to five, but bottom of the ninth, our boy CJ Crone and walk off Homer Pritch. So sharp line move plus 125 to plus 115. Big hit with the Rockies, but a big day, Pritch. I'm loving the baseball board. Excited to talk to Josh Towers about all the baseball games for today. Uh, and then also a lot of movement for this these NFL Week 2 preseason games. Uh, and if we're reading the tea leaves and what the coaches are saying, mm-hmm. they're going to rest a lot of guys. we got some line moves. i got some under systems I want to share. But most of all, Pritch, you know what today is? Today uh, is the Summer League championship that's right game. your brother your brother from another mother peyton pritchard that's right lighting it up in the championship game so we, we gotta we maybe we can dabble in some summer summer league too pritch we're gonna get into that it includes the boston celtics and that's probably the only thing they possibly could win this year in terms of the oh, nba boy. so the summer blow, league blow. but peyton uh pritchard yes my brother from another mother is going to return to the celtics so looking forward to that uh discussion a little bit later on uh and shout out to the cubs too while we're at it 
uh, for quitting and allowing me to uh, get all those runs in the seventh inning against with the Reds and, and catch that ticket to go over. So uh, as we're giving out shout outs to cash and tickets, Josh, um, you know, I want to start here because all the news with Cam Newton, Mac Jones, the whole Cam Mac thing uh, is interesting. Uh, so I guess it's getting testy because he was Cam Newton was asked again by reporters uh, about starting quarterback, being a starting quarterback. And here's what he had to say. Y'all sitting up here asking silly questions to me. And I'm looking at y'all with the same thing. I don't know what y'all want me to say. Uh, you know, he hasn't said that in terms of who's going to be the starting quarterback or telling him if he's going to be the starting quarterback. So for you to just ask me the question, it is what it is. So the yes, will Mac Jones take the first snap of the season? A yes plus 250, the no minus 350, Josh, on the heels of that statement. Yeah, so I can tell you in Boston, this is the hottest topic of sports you know, conversation right now, Mac or Cam. I think it's pretty obvious the fan base wants Mac, but I wouldn't jump on it too quickly with Mac. You know, I think with Cam, he's definitely feeling the pressure. You know, this is a guy who uh, his entire life has been the guy you know, high school, mm-hmm. college, right. NFL. He's never had a situation where it's been a competition pretty much. And he's earned it. Everything has, you know, been him as the starter. So he's dealing with, you know, a QB race for kind of the first time in his life. And obviously, you know, I think he kind of had a weird explanation here, you know, on on uh, Instagram, he said, loyalty, I deserve it. They asked him what he meant. And he kind of had a weird response, like kind of to me, a uh, you know, kind of a, a PR type move, but um, he wouldn't admit that. I think the loyalty is, you know, I stuck with the Patriots through COVID. We battled all year. You know, I deserve to be the starting quarterback. So there's definitely a conversation going on, but I think <laughs> it's still going to be Cam Newton okay. because a uh, couple things. We have not seen any movement on this prop bet. Who mm-hmm. will start uh, take the first snap of week one? It's still Cam Newton minus 350, almost an 80% implied probability. And here's the other thing. These joint practices and what we're seeing in games is that, and Pritch, I'll defer to you how coaches handle this, but Cam is still getting the first team reps. He's the first one out there. Mac is looking good, but he's oftentimes going against the second group of, of defensive players from the opposing okay. team. So until until Mac Jones is getting the first team reps, I just think with Belichick, you know, it's it's much easier to stick with Cam and go to Mac later. I still think Cam Newton, even though I'm included, Pritch, I want Mac Jones. I, I know what Cam Newton is. Uh, the offense looks more like Tom Brady. It's not Tom Brady, but you know, five wides and get it out quickly. I think Mac is the future. But if for this prop for week one, mm-hmm. I still think it's Cam Newton. I don't think Belichick is going to hand the keys to the car to a rookie. I think he's going to go with with uh, with Cam Newton, who actually played pretty well in that week one uh, winner uh, last year against right. the Dolphins. Well, here is how I would interpret the bet. Uh, looking at Cam, will he be, or Mac Jones, to be the, uh, the starter, take the first snap? Uh, the no minus 350, yes, uh, plus 250. So uh, Cam Newton, uh, it's his job to lose, Josh. But I think he's feeling the pressure that he might lose a job because he can only do so much at this point of his career, and he knows that. So reading the tea leaves, he's lobbying. The whole loyalty thing, he's lobbying to get that respect or or to have that respect that he thinks he deserves. You know, look what I did for you guys last year. Uh, And so to me, that's not confidence. That's not a guy that's an alpha and feels like I'm going to be the quarterback this year. So I think it's his job to lose. So, so keep that in mind uh, when considering that bet.
is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from Las Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum, is out there in Boston. Uh, so, Josh, reading the tea leaves some more, uh, we talked about this yesterday on the show, Tom Brady getting sacked. Uh, I'm sure that didn't sit well uh, against uh, the Cincinnati Bengals right there. So Bruce Arians said that he does not expect Tom Brady to play Saturday in Tampa Bay's second preseason game uh, against the Titans, and and he won't be alone. In fact, B.A. goes on to say we probably won't play any starters. How about that development? Yeah, this is really big. And, Pritch, this is exactly what we've been talking about with the NFL preseason, where if you put your ear to the ground and you're on Twitter and you can pick up on this stuff, you know, obviously this was a big tweet from Schefter uh, mentioning that Bruce Arian said, you know, we're not going to play Brady, we're not going to play many of our guys here. You know, again, this is how the information-based wise guys really take advantage of who's in and who's who's out because we've seen a big move to Tennessee as soon as it was, uh, you know, tweeted out there that Arians is going to sit a lot of his starters. Tampa Bay was minus three at home against Tennessee. This is a Saturday uh, night game, 7.30 p.m. They're all the way down to minus one, Pritch. So you mm-hmm. saw as soon as that took place, and here's the here's the key. If you're late to the party now, you're still getting, you know, a point here, but the whole point is if you had jumped on that, you know, Tennessee plus three, uh, you really wanted the three, but two and a half, two, as many points as you can get there. Line moved to Tennessee with the fact that the uh, the Bucks are going to rest their guys. This is kind of the situation play that you like to make in the preseason. Uh, also, look at Tennessee. They do match one system for me, a uh, dog with a line move in their favor. So going from plus three to plus one, that dog with a line move in its favor is 54% ATS in the preseason the last decade. You know, it's not setting the world on fire, but it's been a pretty consistent, uh, you know, generator of system matches and wins the past decade. Uh, Pritch, but my play here is the under. Okay. I like the under in this game. Open 37. It's down to 35. You're not going to get a lot of these offensive players from Tampa Bay playing. Uh, and then also, you know, just the under trend that we've seen so far in the preseason. That 9-1 and one Saturday to the under. Now 14-3 and three to the under in the preseason. And 58% to the under since 2014. So uh, the fact that that thing fell, uh, to me, I think this thing may fall even a little bit further, Pritch. If you can still find it, I don't think any 35 and a halfs are out there anymore. But if you can still find a 35, I think this thing may, may get down to 34. I took a shot on the under 35 there. I think we get another low-scoring game with a lot of these big Bucks players not playing. Okay, have you heard any news in terms of Tennessee and what they plan to do? Vrabel, uh, what does he plan to do with his starters? I haven't. I haven't okay. heard anything there, Pritch. I'm not sure if Tannehill will play or you know any of these big guys. But you know, you did see Logan Woodside, who was a, a quarterback who looked pretty decent there mm-hmm. in, that, in that Week One game. So uh, maybe the play here is you know the fact that if Vrabel takes this thing seriously versus you know Arians resting his guys. My my next question, Pritch, is do we get to a pick them? Do you see this thing flip to Tennessee minus one? If that's happening, then I think that's further evidence of wise guys saying, hey, you might have missed the plus three, but there's still value here, and maybe it becomes a Tennessee money line play here if you're late to the party. Okay, in terms of betting that game, in particular Tennessee and Tampa Bay, I would look for that information from the Titans if I can find anything like that to help me out cashing that ticket. But in terms of the season, uh, for the Buccaneers, this is a veteran football team. I mean, it's not like they're really young. So I think B.A. Uh, coming to his senses here, I need to rest these guys a little bit and, and manage the preseason and make sure that we're healthy uh, to start off that regular season game against Dallas. I think it's a great point by you, Pritch. And again, you know, Bruce Arians, you know, uh, you kind of lit a fire under him over this offseason. Remember, he was all <laughs> he, he was all mad that, you know, his, his team wasn't playing well. Uh-huh. The offense wasn't uh, wasn't crisp out there. You know, he's giving props to his defense, obviously. But I think this guy knows what he's working with. He's got a veteran team, got the ultimate veteran and Tom Brady here. Uh, but I think the point is, you know, there's a there's there's a pot of gold at the end of the yeah. rainbow here. And you don't want to jump on everything too quickly right now. You want to pace your, your club. You want to keep these guys healthy. 
you know, you got a lot of guys who have battled injuries in their careers, Gronk, and, you know, we've seen uh, Mike Evans banged up here and again, and, and Godwin, you want to keep these guys healthy. You want everyone, you know, moving in the right direction once this thing gets started. So, you know, the win total now is 12, Pritch. You know, mm -hmm. there's one point during the summer with Tampa Bay that it was over 11 and a half. To me, that was the play. I took a shot on that one. But, you know, Pritch, this is, this is our daily segment of Hammer the Bucks all year. I'm, I'm high on them on the over uh, over 12 wins. Again, I would have liked the 11 and a half better, but to win the division, minus 200, I think that's pretty low. I think, you, you know, no more Drew Brees and you see the Falcons and the Panthers who could be competitive, but I don't expect they're going to give too much of a challenge to the Bucks right now. Uh, and, of course, the the uh, the Super Bowl odds, plus 600 to win the NFC. And, Pritch, I got to say it, to go undefeated, you know, looking around uh, the market here, I think I think it's around 15 to 1. Uh, and, and I, I can't, I can neither confirm nor deny that I may have sprinkled a little bit on the undefeated uh, prop back there. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to ask you that question then, that's for sure. So, Blaine Gabbert, uh, he's got to get a good look. Uh, they got to get a backup quarterback and backup players ready, too. So, look for BA and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to kind of uh, put their best foot forward in this second preseason game of the season. Let's get to the Vikings. Uh, and their coach, Mike Zimmer, said that uh, Justin Jefferson is doing good as he comes back from suffering that shoulder injury. Uh, it's an AC joint separation, Josh. I've had that injury before. Uh, it's painful, but you can manage it. You can play through it as well. It's nothing too serious. Yeah, I think this is great news, and this is a team that probably needs some good news, you know, with the, uh, the Kirk Cousins COVID mm -hmm. stuff, with the different injuries. They were obviously, I'm glad they were terrible in that first preseason game because I was money lining your, uh, your Denver Broncos there, Pritch. But some good news. This is a really important player. I mean, you still have Thielen, who's a veteran, uh, and who you can count on. Obviously, you have Dalvin Cook, but this is a guy that really changes the offense and makes Kirk Cousins uh, even more important, you know, uh, finding this guy. Uh, wide open and moving the chains. I think Jefferson is a guy that you and I are both super high on. You uh, obviously had the one of the greatest calls ever, you know, talking about Jefferson offensive rookie of the year before a lot of people were. So good news finally first for uh, a Minnesota Vikings team that I think was in desperate need of that. Uh, but also, Pritch, I'm looking at this uh, preseason week two line, Indianapolis mm -hmm. Colts at Minnesota Vikings. This is Saturday night at eight o'clock. Now, I don't know uh, exactly. I haven't, I got to do my research on, you know, what Zimmer has said and how the Colts are going to handle this. But Pritch, big move to the Minnesota Vikings here. This game opened at a pick em. It's now up to Vikings minus two and a half. So it uh, could be a situation where we do know Zimmer is really, really good ATS. He's a top four ATS coach. Uh, I think he's like 62% uh, in the preseason here. Right. Obviously had a really, really rough opener where didn't play anybody. That was another situation of, you know, getting on Twitter and, and finding a tweet from a Vikings reporter saying no one's going to play, uh, which made you even more excited to, to sweat the Broncos there. But maybe Zimmer has a change of heart. Maybe he has more guys playing. Maybe he's going to take it more seriously. Or maybe the Colts uh, aren't going to play as many of those guys. I don't know what the situation is, but it's definitely moving toward Minnesota. I'll pick them in a minus two and a half. Uh, I got to do more research, but I'm okay. looking at uh, a money line play here, maybe on the Vikings Saturday night. I would encourage everyone to take a second look, maybe a third look at that Vikings defense. There, there's some pretty good mm -hmm. names on that side of the ball for that football team. And see if it comes together offensively, though, uh, with a new coordinator, a new offensive line coach, and then the Kirk Cousins uh, situation there with COVID, too. What about Jefferson? Uh, do you think he can lead the league in receiving yards? Uh, we have the odds for that. Uh, he has circled of uh, the date in which he matches up against Ramsey, I believe. I, I think I read something where uh, he's so looking forward to playing up against the best players uh, in the league this year. So obviously Justin Jefferson motivated again to improve on his game this year. Yeah, you really love seeing that. And Jefferson 14 to one here to lead the league in receiving yards. I like the number for sure, Pritch. You know, mm -hmm. that's a pretty decent payout. My only issue would be 
Uh, Stephon Diggs, who I'm super high on, and you know, going into year two now with Josh Allen, put up you know career numbers last year, and then also Calvin Ridley, you know, plus nine hundred. I still don't fully understand Bridge. You know, I, I like Ridley as a player, but right. you and I were looking at some prop bets and some numbers, and I think he has the highest over under yardage. Like, was it like fourteen hundred something like that? It's up there. Um, so <laughs> it, it's up there. So maybe uh, maybe he's a guy who maybe could win this award at, at you know nine to one. I think that number 14 to one is definitely appealing, but I think Jefferson's got to beat out, you know, obviously, you know, Hopkins, I'm, I don't, I'm not too interested in, in grabbing that number plus 800 right. just because questions about COVID. He's not going to get vaccinated. Does he miss games? What's going on there to me? Jefferson has value, but really it's Diggs and Ridley uh, that I would be interested in to lead the NFL and receiving. Yards. He's really a good player with tremendous upside to say that of a player going into his year two, Josh. Uh, and that offense is perfect. Taylor made to kind of get those chunk yard plays too. Uh, when you're thinking about the wide zone running game with Dalvin Cook and uh, you got the tight end involved as well. And then Thielen on the other side, uh, it sets up well for Justin Jefferson to have a big year. It really does. And I think, um, you know, another, another guy came to mind, Pritch, was Irv Smith Jr., that tight end. You and I did a show. I don't have the number in front of me. I think it was maybe around 400, 500 yards. But that's a guy where if you're a defensive coordinator going up against the Vikings, you know, who are you going to want to stop? You're going to want to stop Jefferson. You're going to want to stop Dalvin Cook. You got to keep an eye on Thielen. I think Irv Smith, if he gets a good matchup, he could be a guy maybe to buy low on a little bit. You know, looking at the, at the um, you know, the Vikings too, Pritch, you know, their win total has been crazy. It was nine uh, nine and a half at one point, I think it was juiced up over with the, uh, the Aaron Rodgers situation. If he may, may not play now, it's back to nine little juice to the over. It's hard for me to get a read on this Vikings team. You okay. know, I do like the Bengals plus three and a half in that week one game. That's just kind of a hazmat dog, you know, uh, really by low contrarian spot might, might go three and a half down to three. We look through the schedule. Uh, you know, again, I think it's going to be tough. I think they're going to be right around that number, you know, eight, nine, ten wins. But what's your take, Pritch? Would you lean one way or the other with that Vikings win total? Um, I, it's difficult because of the questions and the nepotism throughout that team right now. <laughs> uh, so if they can get through that, Josh, and those, those are all off the field stuff, right, that you can deal with as an organization. And uh, if you can get through that, again, take another look at the names on that defense. It really shapes up uh, for the Vikings to have a pretty potent defense this year. Yeah, I'm with you, Pritch. And I mean, I'm going through this uh, the schedule here. Like, maybe you beat the Vikings. You mm. know, Cardinals at the Cardinals could be tough. Seahawks, Browns. You got a cupcake against the Lions. You also <laughs> got, you know, two against the Lions. Obviously, sure. in the division. Bears here. too. Um, the Bears as well. But I don't know. You got some tough games here. You're gonna have to play the Seahawks, the Browns. Um, you know, the Ravens, the Packers, the 49ers. That's a pretty difficult schedule there, Pritch. I know the juice is to the over nine and uh, over nine at minus one fifteen. But I don't know if you get and if you could find plus money or even money on the under nine, I could see in you know an eight and nine team this year. I just it's hard for me to envision ten wins or more with this schedule we're looking at. Okay, team that I'm high on, uh, and it's the Bills. You mentioned it before, Stephon Diggs. So with he's got a knee injury that he's dealing with right now. Uh, Sean McDermott uh, says he's not concerned or isn't concerned. The injury will linger into the regular season. Uh, this is a tough kid, Stephon Diggs, and so whatever whatever knee situation he's dealing with, uh, McDermott says, okay, it's not going to be too serious to kind of affect his year this year. Yeah, great news for Bills backers because, you know, obviously Buffalo is, uh, I think they're like a minus 150 favorite to win the AFC East. Their win total, what is it, 11 and a half, something like that. Um, this is a team that we're super high on. And yeah, actually some books 11 minus 110 both sides. But Pritch, I'm looking at how this affects, because uh, it's weird the way my brain works, Pritch. I, anytime you <laughs> hear news, I go to the week one number and then I go to the next preseason number and I see if we got any movement here either way. But one thing I did notice for Saturday, the Bills go to 
the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields. Uh, and you've seen a big move here to the Chicago Bears Saturday at 1 o'clock. This open, some shops were uh, Bears like a pick them or minus one, minus two at home. They're now all the way up to minus five. So you've seen big movement here toward uh, Chicago Bears in this spot. Also, this would match it. Actually, the total rose a bit. It was 37 up to 38 and a half. But this could be a buy low inflated under opportunity because we do know unders are doing great and especially inflated unders and especially when the uh, total is 37 or higher. That's kind of your, your your line in the sand when you're 37 or higher in a preseason game. That's considered a very high total uh, and it's done really well about 62% since 2014. So maybe a buy low. If, that, if you can find a 39 uh, with that under Buffalo Chicago for this Saturday, I could be intrigued by an underplay there. Okay, and he's plus 800 to lead the league in receiving yards. That's uh, Stephon Diggs right there. Uh, let's move on to some news about the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Darren Waller returned to practice. Uh, do you think uh, Waller has a big year? I mean, this guy, he's the ultimate weapon, really. He could be the second best tight end in the National Football League. Had, had an ankle issue. Uh, he's back at practice, though, and they got joint practices later on this week uh, against the Rams leading into that preseason game. Yeah, Pritch, I'm a huge fan of, of Waller. You know, the guy that uh, I feel like anytime I, I had a bet, if I was either on or against the, the Raiders, you know, it was like, I love Waller. You're making plays for me. If I'm betting against the Raiders, he's killing me. So mm-hmm. uh, I give this guy a ton of credit. Just uh, a physical specimen, great hands, great yard after the catch, uh, and a huge piece of that offense where, um, you know, opening up situations and spots for his fellow receivers, but really kind of a, a security blanket here for Derek Carr. So I'm still high on Waller. I definitely was concerned that he missed all these practices uh but i would say pritch we saw a massive move vegas raiders at the Rams saturday night preseason game number two that's a 10 o'clock game the raiders actually open like minus three on the road they're all the way up to minus seven that's a huge move there where maybe the uh you know obviously with the rams kind of telling you mcveigh we're not going to play anybody we do know gruden is one of the best ats coaches in the preseason it's hard to lay a minus seven right now. I actually think this thing may get back to six and a half. Okay. And anytime you're a dog, six or more in a preseason game, you're actually pretty good, about 56% ATS the last decade. So uh, to me, the play there would be the under pitch. Open 37, it's down to 35 and a half. You can find a 35 and a half with the hook on the Rams under. Remember, this is a, this is a team, what, they score six points against the Chargers in that week one game. <laughs> and no starters are going to play in this game yeah. either, so... Exactly. I like that under. To me, that's one of your best unders of the weekend, that Rams under uh, 35 and a half. Okay, Darren Waller, too, on the season, 1,050 and a half receiving yards. Uh, do you think he goes over that? Now, think about this personnel package uh, that the Raiders could unveil. Two running backs, uh, two tight ends, and a receiver. So Henry Ruggs, the third, could be the receiver. The running backs could be Josh Jacobs and uh, Kenyon Drake, right? Uh, and then the tight ends can be Darren Waller and Foster Moreau. Like, how do you cover that Oof. personnel package by the Las Vegas Raiders? That sounds pretty good. And Pritch, I actually am a fan of Kenyon Drake. I feel mm-hmm. like every time I've watched him play, the guy's made plays in front of me. So, uh, yeah, it's a really good offensive grouping there. Derek Carr, uh, who, by the way, Mike Lombardi and his QB tier ratings, I think Carr was like maybe 10 or 11. He was pretty up there. And Lombardi's okay. a big fan of Derek Carr. So it's a guy that, um, you know, again, we, we've, we're waiting for him to, you know, take them to the playoffs and make that next step forward. I, it's hard for me to get a read on that win total, Pritch. It's mm-hmm. at seven. It's mm-hmm. minus 110 both sides. I kind of lean over there. I don't know. I think this offensive, uh, you know, firepower and we, you know, the jury's out on the defense, uh, how they're going to perform here. Uh, but Allegiant stadium getting, you know, fans back in the stands there. I think you're going to get a good home field advantage when you have to go there, play there in the desert. So I kind of lean over seven. I just wish maybe we had a little juice to back us up there to the over. Well, they were a top 10 scoring offense last year. So hopefully for their sake, they'll build on that. And if they do that, they'll improve the output, but 
All the questions are on the defensive side of the ball, but they've improved that with Gus Bradley coming in as a defense coordinator. Yeah, you really hope that you know Bradley will make a difference here with uh, mm-hmm. with the defense. And yeah, Pritch, remember, of course, when they play the Chiefs, take the points of the Raiders. <laughs> okay, yeah, looking at their win totals, sitting at uh, seven. One of those surprise teams uh, that could develop during the season this year in the National Football League when we continue the program. We're going to get to it, Josh. The Summer League Championship involves the Boston Celtics. Let's hear what Josh has to say. Let's come up next. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the Strip, have that state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions, must be at least 21, and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Josh Applebaum out in Boston, uh, the center of championship world today when it comes to the Summer League and the NBA. Uh, Boston, they're favored against the Kings uh, here in a Summer League championship uh, out here in Vegas, Josh. Uh, minus 200, Kings plus uh, 180, 165, excuse me. Um, but I thought the big news was going to be the re-signing or extension of Marcus Smart. But, yeah, this could top that, right? They win the championship. It could, Pritch. Get the duck boats ready. That's what we say <laughs> in Boston when, uh, when you get ready for a championship parade. So, joking, obviously, it's Summer League. Doesn't really mean much. But if you're a Celtics fan like me, you've seen some things that maybe give you a little bit of hope here. You know, one thing just in general, this is the championship game for the Summer League. From a betting angle, obviously, uh, I don't know if anyone you know, dabbled on the Celtics plus 2,000 to win the Summer League. If you did, they're now minus 200. So massive move here to the Celtics. According to our uh, buddy John Ewing at BetMGM, they're getting about uh, 10% of the bets and the handle overall to win the championship. But Pritch, let's give a shout out. So tonight, I think what you're looking at, Davion Mitchell versus Peyton Pritchard. Mm -hmm. These are the two guys, you know, I know you're a big fan of Mitchell from Baylor. Kind of went a little bit higher in his prop bet than, than was expected of him being a top 10 pick. Uh, but I think a, a kind of a bulldog type guy who trying to change that culture with the Kings, I think is going to be a, you know, a, a good pick down the road, but Peyton Pritchard, Pritch, listen to this Peyton Pritchard in this, in the summer league, 23.3 points a game, 5.7 rebounds a game, 8.7 assists a game. He's shooting over 50%, but that's not all Pritch. This is crazy. At some point during the summer league, Peyton Pritchard left the summer league and went to the Portland pro am. I've never heard of this. I don't really know what it is. <laughs> But he dropped 92 points. It, it's for real. I double-checked it. 92 points. You know that Wilt Chamberlain, like, the you know, holding up the the, the sign that says 100? Right. Like Peyton Pritchard almost got 100 in a Pro-Am game. He came back the next day and scored 60. So I don't know if he's who he's playing against or what the rules are, but uh, Pritchard has been lighting up. If you're a Celtics fan like me, there's obviously an opening here at point guard. You know, you re-sign Marcus Smart. You bring in, um, you know, you bring in uh, Dennis Schroeder. But Pritchard is a guy, I think, you know, with Danny Ainge, he made all these draft picks that didn't really pan out. Mm-hmm. But Pritchard could could be a steal. Also, Aaron Neesmith, another first rounder from last year, averaging 18.8 points per game. What I'm looking at, Pritch, if you want to take a shot, and it's summer league here, the Celtics are getting hit pretty hard. They open across the market. Some shops had them uh, like minus two and a half. I think it was closer to like a minus four, minus five opener. They're now all the way up to minus six. So this number keeps moving towards Boston. It could even get up to six and a half. But uh, Pritch, it was a disappointing year for my Celtics in the regular season. But I, I got the pom-poms and the duck boats ready. Let's win this championship tonight. All right. Do you know out there in Boston that they call Peyton Pritchard Pritch? Uh, I don't know, but that's okay. your nickname. Pritch. That is, right? There's only one. Yeah. There's only one. Yeah. I'm going to have to talk to the young man if uh, that's developing out there. We'll see. But uh, he announced on Twitter that he would be back in Vegas. How about that? He gave an announcement on Twitter that he's going to be back. So uh, that kind of confidence, that kind of performance back out there, what, Oregon, uh, you said was in Portland? Uh, So, you know, he went to University of Oregon, so maybe feeling it a little bit. Is that enough to back the Celtics here at minus 200? 
So I think just from a market perspective, and again, I don't really think the public is betting summer league. Mm-hmm. I think these are like your your hardcore bettors who, uh, you know, look at like CFL and WNBA and these markets that don't get a lot of attention. I think if you asked a lot of recreational bettors, they may not even know that this summer league is going on. <laughs> Probably but, <not>. So <laughs> the fact that this is going to the Celtics, Pritch, you're not getting the best of it. But again, the line is going to Boston. So uh, with the, uh, you know, a smaller market here, these moves, again, I would assume are coming from betters with a bit of an edge here have been okay. watching summer league and scouting these teams. But Pritch, let me tell you this. I need you because the game's in Vegas tonight, right? Is right. that true? I need you to go to the stadium. I need you to have a sign that says Pritch, let's go Pritch, Pritchard. Or something. <laughs> let's go Pritch. with something here. Root for our Celtics tonight and root for your brother here. Uh, yeah. Pritchard. Hey, it'd be a, a camera. Hey, there's a Pritch saying, let's go Pritch. <laughs> How about that? Exactly. That'd be fantastic. Uh, no, I mean, Boston outscored opponents. I'm reading some data here, which is impressive. Uh, average of 21 points in her four wins in Vegas. And then you got um, the Sacramento Kings on the other side uh, outscoring their opponents uh, by 14 points, too, in the summer league. Yeah, it should be a great game here. And again, we have a total of 173, uh, Pritch. It's mm-hmm. up to 173 and a half. Again, that's kind of like a hot, that's like a Gonzaga college basketball yeah. type, uh, you know, type total there. But again, maybe get some points. It is on the rise a bit. Let's go Celtics, Pritch. <laughs> Let's go Celtics. Summer League Championship. Let's go. Let's get it done. Uh, when we continue to program, I'm going to give money to Josh again. I'm giving him Benjamins all over the place. Uh, NBA, uh, NFL Futures is coming up next. that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time to consider the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and college guide. Reserve your guide now, your NFL guide, or sign up for the VSIN All Access to get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, uh, some Benjamins coming your way. $100. How would you disperse $100 here, uh, this NFL future team, to score the most points uh, in the regular season? So, I like this one. Uh, Chiefs are plus 500. The Buccaneers plus 800. Uh, the Bills are 10 to 1. We'll start with those top three there. Yeah, so we'll start with Kansas City here, Pritch. You know, they're obviously the favorite to win this award and score the most points at plus 500. You know, I'm looking at last year, they were sixth in the NFL in scoring, 28.5 points per game. I think probably this new offensive line, once they kind of figure out who they're working with and just kind of the timing of everything, I think, you know, I think maybe you get get better offensively throughout the year, uh, just acclimating to this new offensive line. Obviously, you still have Tyree Kill, you still have Kelsey, and it's led by Mahomes, you know, still the greatest QB in uh, aside from Brady, of course, uh, you know, in the <laughs> NFL here, Pritch. But um, I, I totally get that they're the favorite. But I'm going to go down the board a little bit. I don't see a ton of value there with the Chiefs to, you know, to lead the uh, the, the NFL in points here. I'm going to go with Green Bay Packers, believe mm-hmm. it or not, Pritch. Packers are 12 to 1, so a better payout here. They led the NFL in scoring last year, 31.5 points per game. And what I like about uh, the Packers is this scorched earth 
Aaron Rodgers take no prisoners year where uh, again the saga the the you know the drama the soap opera throughout the offseason what's Aaron Rodgers going to do he decides okay he'll come back he wants more say Rich I saw he wants to bring Clay Matthews back and, and so uh, you give him whatever he wants to make Aaron Rodgers happy Clay Matthews long in the tooth obviously but I just think that with this mentality that Rodgers has this year I think there's going to be like no letting up, almost like the 07 Patriots, Pritch, where, uh, you know, Belichick, you know, Randy Moss and Brady are up 20 in the fourth and they're still throwing the ball, want to beat you by 40. Like, I think that sort of uh, situation is obviously LaFleur and uh, Rodgers going into year three. They've won 13 games each year. Uh, I think they're going to put up points, put them up in a hurry. I think you might have had a, a historic year here in what could be Aaron Rodgers last year. So I'll take the 12 to one. Then also the Seahawks, Pritch, 18 to one. You know, they were seventh in the NFL in scoring last year, 28.2 points per game. DK mm-hmm. Metcalf, uh, you know, entering another year in, in the NFL here. You still have Russell Wilson. And I think that they could be in a lot of shootouts where, you know, they ink, um, you know, Jamal Adams to make him the highest paid safety here. Saw that today, which is good if you're on that over nine and a half win total. I got a, a play there with the, C- the Seahawks over nine and a half win total. But I just think they're going to be in a lot of 35-32 games. And, and again, the fact that you're going to be in these shootouts, I think bodes well to score a lot of points. So um, I'll be leaning Packers, Seahawks, um, and Bills could be an opportunity here. They're they're ten to one. But what do you think, Pritch? Who would you go to here? Well, so a hundred bucks right there. So are you going twenty five each on, on those four, basically? I'll make it easy on you, Pritch. Yeah, we'll split it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I'm going further down the list and the Titans because you mentioned the Packers, Ooh. you mentioned the Bills, and the Titans. They were fourth in the league last year scoring. Uh, their defense, they get the turnovers. They, I think they led the league in takeaways last year, too. So uh, now they gave up a lot of points, which means offensively you got to score a lot of points. I, I don't know if Rabel has fixed that. I, I still anticipate the Titans giving up a lot of points, meaning, therefore, they're going to have to score a lot of points. And uh, fourth in the league last year scoring, uh, they're sitting on the board right now at, what, 20-1 to 1 in terms of the team to score the most points in regular season. Great call by you, Pritch. I'm actually kicking myself. Why didn't I think of that? This is why I love working with you. You're a sharp guy, but I'm right there with you. Obviously, you're bringing in Julio Jones. And uh, again, I'm big on the uh, the over nine win total here uh, for the, the Titans overall. Obviously, you're going to probably feast on a lot of these bad teams in your division. You know, looking at, um, you know, obviously the Colts, you know, they'll be competitive. We have to see what happens in the QB situation. But, you know, getting the Jaguars twice, getting the Texans twice. And I think you made a great point. Not only do you have just a great group of four offensive players led by, you know, Tannehill and Derrick Henry and AJ Brown. And obviously with Julio, hopefully he's going to be healthy throughout the year. We got that great offensive nucleus. And like you said, defensively, they're going to be in a lot of shootouts. I think now that I'm thinking about a pitch Seahawks and Titans are kind of in a similar type situation, mm-hmm. but I would say maybe with the Seahawks, not I'm thinking about my bet there. Um, tough division defensively going up against all those other teams in the NFC West. So, Rich, I think you hit on a, a good number there. Titans 20 to 1. I uh, I think you convinced me on that one. All right. Give me my $100 back then. I'll give it back. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. I'll give you another. I'll give it back right back to you because the team to score the fewest points uh, in the regular season, you got uh, the Texans at plus 350, um, <laughs> the Lions at plus 700. Uh, the Jets have plus 800. If you are inclined to bet this, the team to score the fewest points in a regular season, it's available. It's a future. It's available right now, Josh. Yeah, so I think just from the you know the uh, the payouts here, the plus 350, that's pretty low. I mean, if you look at the Chiefs as the favorite most points at plus 500, the fact that you're plus 350, I think the odds makers are telling you this is going to be uh, a very low scoring team here with the with the Texans. Whether <laughs> you're going to get Tyrod Taylor, whether you get Davis Mills later in the year, mm-hmm. um, again, I, I'm, I'm I kind of agree with that. That's chalky, but 
Uh, I maybe would be more confident betting them than some of these others. You know, the Lions at seven to one, you know, Jared Goff, what is he going to have for receivers here? You know, are you confident in the offensive play calling with Lynn? That can make some sense here. The Jets plus 800, I don't really think the Jets will be, I think they'll be better offensively, Pritch. You're starting to build a pretty good offensive line there. Uh, you're obviously, Zach Wilson, we expect to start and play much of the year. He's shown some flashes. Uh, Jaguars 14 to one. The only one I really see, I mean, the Giants are kind of intriguing 14 to one just because um, offensively they really struggle. They play, and and what are you going to get, obviously, out of Daniel Jones? We're right. kind of waiting for him to pop. It may never happen. Who does, knows? Does that hurt uh, your win total with the Giants, though? Uh, they were second to last last year in points. They were, yeah. And again, Pritch, I so I full transparency, I didn't play it. I okay. didn't play the Giants over because um, you know I have my own questions about that team. It is juiced up over, so telling you that it could be competitive. I think it's what seven or is either seven or seven and a half. I got to look it up again, but I know it's juiced up over. But Pritch, who would you go with? Uh, do we really, <laughs> you know, is it just don't outsmart yourself and take the Texans to be the lowest scoring team? I mean, it's sitting right there in front of you, plus three fifty, uh, and they are a mess. Uh, but I wouldn't discount the Jets, though, though plus 800, a lot riding on Zach Wilson, a rookie quarterback. I mean, a lot riding on him. Uh, and, and it's still the Jets. It's still a horrible organization right now, Josh. Yeah, seriously. And again, you know, uh, although I would say there could be slowly becoming one of my favorite preseason teams here, Pritch, because okay. they cashed for me on Saturday. And I would mention real quick, uh, the next Jets game, they're at Green Bay. This is another data play or uh, play on a team that maybe is resting or has some guys hurt. Green Bay, uh, we know that um, Jordan Love took an MRI on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. You know, Ben Kurt is going to play. They have no Aaron Rodgers. The Jets on Saturday at 425 went from plus one and a half to now minus two and a half. I'd be looking at an under 30, 34 now. Uh, but I like that Jets money line. I think uh, they could be a preseason wonder for me, Fred. All right. And then you got the Bears there at 14 to one. Got to factor in whether, whether or not to Andy Dalton still playing at quarterback or Justin Fields. So a uh, lot to ponder right there. The team scored the fewest points in the regular season season when we continue to program deep dive into the Philadelphia Eagles is coming up next. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh. <laughs> 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun! Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Summer sports betting is heating up, so sign up right now for a risk-free first bet up to $1,000 at BetMGM. Be sure to use bonus code VSIN1000 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Once again, it's bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. It's a new customer offer, paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 20 Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's betting across America. It's Mike Pritchard here in Vegas. It's Josh Applebaum out there in Boston on the East Coast. So, Josh, uh, our deep dive into the Philadelphia Eagles begins with a quote from ESPN's Jordan Schultz. Uh, There's a fast-growing sentiment among Eagles players that Jalen Hurts is undoubtedly the franchise quarterback, Josh. Uh, His work ethic and tangibles and overall skill level have captured the entire locker room. I think that's the quote that has some weight to it. Yeah, it's a pretty lofty, uh, lofty praise there for Jalen Hurts. Pritch, isn't right. it great? Everybody looks amazing in preseason. It's like everybody's <laughs> going to be awesome. But, sure. <laughs> uh, no, if you're an Eagles fan, I mean, obviously this is what you want to hear instead of the opposite saying, you know, hey, he doesn't look like the guy and maybe he's struggling out there. Uh, I'm keeping a close eye on the Eagles in particular this week because they're going up against my Patriots in joint practices, Pritch. And I did see, uh, you know, I always uh, watch his nightly show in Boston where they recapped the day and they were interviewing people on the ground saying that the Eagles, uh, you know, there are all these plays where Belichick's like go 70%. The Eagles are going like 90% and they're like hitting the Patriots. And actually Matt Lacoste got hurt where Cam threw a ball and he got leveled by one of the guys with the Eagles. So uh, maybe a team that, you know, has got a little pep in their step here, you know, looking at last year, they go four 11 and one 
um, and obviously disappointing year overall. You, you kind of uh, cut the cord there with Carson Wentz, and really the opening is here for Jalen Hurts to take over. My whole thing with the Eagles, though, Pritch, um, the over-under, if you shop around, you see different numbers for the over-under win total here for the Eagles. You know, some shops are six and a half juiced up over. Some are seven and a half or seven juiced up under. So I think a lot of these books here uh, with the Eagles, you have really got to make sure you're finding the right book because uh, if you can find a seven under, I would lean under with this one. The six and a half over minus 130 is kind of weird to me. I don't, uh, you know, I like to bet against rookie head coaches like Sirianni here. Mm -hmm. um, also, you don't really know what you're going to get defensively. You know, obviously you draft uh, Devonta Smith early and, you know, he's been banged up already. We're always concerned about, you know, his very slight frame here. Can he hold up in the NFL? But the one saving grace, I think, would be, Pritch, you, you know, you're in a division that is kind of wide open. I mean, I, I, to me, the Washington football team is is the is the bet to make there to win that NFC East over the Cowboys, you know, uh, and also what do you need from the G-Men? You know, the odds right now to finish fourth in that division, to finish last, the Philly, the, uh, the Eagles here are the favorite at plus 125. So odds makers are telling you that they expect them to come in last place there. Uh, but I don't know, Pritch, I'll, I'll throw to you, you know, what's your take on this Eagles team? And have you, you know, what have you seen out of Jalen Hurts? Did anything from last year, uh, you know, show a little flash and say, hey, this, this guy could be the real deal? Yeah, you know what, Josh? I think when you see a quote and read a quote like that, it has a lot of weight to it in terms of they're looking for an identity, uh, right? So you got a new head coach. You get rid of Carson Wentz. Uh, maybe you don't have that alpha presence in the locker room, and you, you desperately want Jalen Hurts to be that guy. He changed his number uh, to number one this year from number two. So uh, certainly he wants that role. He wants to present himself as the alpha uh, on that football team, though. But, Josh, I think in, in agreement with you in terms of the win total, seven and a half here on the board, the over uh, plus 120, the under minus 145. I just think that this is an Eagles team that's looking for themselves. Now, it gives Jalen Hurts a chance, though, uh, to really uh, take hold of this franchise and, and lead them to the promised land, if you will. But uh, that's a lot of work, though. I, I don't know if they have the parts uh, enough uh, to do that and compete uh, in that division in terms of winning the division. Because we look at the odds for winning the division, plus 475, finish second. Uh, they're looking at plus 375 right there as well, all plus money situations. Yeah, that's, that's true, Pritch, you know, but, you know, I would say, you know, one of my favorite shows, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you know, how the Eagles fans, Michael Lombardi, whenever we do Lombardi lines on Sundays, he always makes the joke that, you know, if they're a three point dog, Eagles fans, they don't need the points. They'll just money line them uh, when they're, when they're in a dog spot here. You gotta love, you gotta love the confidence there for, uh, for Eagle nation, but um, I'm with you, Pritch. I just think, you know, uh, if you can build around Hertz and he can show you something this year, you know, you have a decently bright future overall, but betting against rookie head coach, you know, uh, to me has always been something that I always look to do. So uh, the fact that again, you can, if you find a seven and a half, a seven, you can find an under there. That's something I would look toward, you know, to miss the playoffs is minus three fifty. I don't really like tying up a minus three fifty for my bankroll for, for the next, you know, five, six months, but I really don't expect this team to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I do think though, you can maybe target them for some overs, Pritch, you know, if Jalen hurts can be that, that guy that we saw early at Alabama and then Oklahoma and, you know, put up some good, uh, some good offensive numbers, keep you in a lot of games, but also defensively question marks outside of, you know, Fletcher Cox, really, um, you know, I think this could be a team that, you know, puts up, you know, a lot of, you know, 31, 27 games, stuff like that. I could definitely see that happening. Uh, I would mention a couple things real quick, Pritch, you know, this, uh, this early uh, Thursday night game Patriots against the, uh, the Eagles, I actually seen some over money there. It was 37 up to 38 and a half. Uh, I do believe, you know, sometimes when you see these joint practices that the familiarity benefits the defense, kind of knowing who you're going to match up against. 
So if you want to buy low on an under 38 and a half, I don't like going up directly against some over money there, but that could be worth a look. And then also um, looking at week one, Philly at Atlanta, Pritch. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this is going to go to three because a lot of these books open Atlanta at home minus three and a half. Kind of state exactly where it's at. Public is kind of split. That's something to keep an eye out for. I think the next move for that that week one opener, if it goes to four, if you start to see the three and a half minus 115 moving to minus four Atlanta, that's going to probably lend you to some Atlanta money. But if, and again, I love betting dogs week one. I love betting dogs uh, in September. They're around 56% ATS. They perform very well the first month of the season. If the juice starts to go you know, down toward a three and you can find Philly plus three and a half, I have some system matches here on the Eagles getting the hook, but I want to make sure that line moves further in their direction Mm -hmm. versus shooting up here to Atlanta. That would concern me a bit. Even with the confidence of Jalen Hurts, it sounds like uh, this is a team that's in rebuilding mode uh, from what I'm hearing from you, Josh, uh, in terms of, okay, the weapons around him, uh, are they solid? Uh, We don't know about Rager yet. He got banged up. We don't know about Smith. He's banged up right now too. So uh, have they properly built around Jalen Hurts at this point? Uh, you're starting to slowly put together these pieces, Pritch. I mean, you go back, go back a couple of years. I think it was the, I want to say it was the playoff game against the Seattle Seahawks when Carson Wentz got a concussion really early. I think it was that maybe two years ago. Uh, but at that time, like they had no wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So remember they had like uh, a, a converted quarterback as one of their best wide receivers. Uh, they had no one to throw the ball to. So they placed a lot of emphasis on the wide receiver group, you know, getting Jalen Rager, getting Devonta Smith, trying to find some weapons out there for Jalen Hurts to try to maximize what he's going to provide. Um, you know, what I do think, Pritch, though, is Jalen Rager, if he can stay healthy, I think this guy could be an opportunity to to buy low on and over. You know, we do have his over-under receiving yard 675 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last year he had 396. Right. So, again, if he can have that connection with Hurts, that could be somewhere something to look toward. And I would say there was a highlight reel catch that Jalen Rager made today in joint practices because all my all the Patriots people I follow were tweeting this, but I think he was up against JC Jackson or one of their corners for the Pats. He made this incredible like behind the back, you know, uh, almost like an Odell Beckham in the end zone, you know, reach up high and score. So that's Rager, practice though, Josh. Healthy, it is, Fritz. It is. I mean, I can't carried do away it. with a practice. Yeah, yeah, it's practice. I've seen amazing catches and practices, man, over the years. That's true. And I know you made a few too, Bridge. But well, in the games. I'd rather you in the make, games. Make, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But and what, did, what did Allen Iverson say, Pritch? It's just practice. It's just practice. It's not a game. Right, yeah. right, right. So Dallas Goddard, uh, 675 and a half uh, receiving yards too. Uh, you're spot on with the receivers. So, I mean, Jeremy Macklin, that's when you got to go. That's how far back you got to go uh, in terms of the Eagles hitting it right with a first round receiver. I mean, Nelson Aguilar, uh, he was decent. Uh, it's kind of resurrected his career. How about that, right? Uh, so now you're cheering on, on Nelson Aguilar uh, with the Patriots there. But, uh, you know, outside of that, Jeremy Macklin from a receiver position, they got to stay healthy. They really do, Pritch. And, again, I think you hit on something important, the tight ends there, because we all remember Zach Ertz, who he's still there. He's in a contract year. He's getting, you know, a little bit older here. But I think you're turning the page a little bit to Dallas Goddard, you know, from South Dakota State. Uh, is going into his fourth year, 6'5", 256. Got all the measurables that you look toward and you want out of a tight end. But Pritch, uh, he's been pretty good his first three years. 334 receiving yards, then 607. He uh, was injured last year, only played mm-hmm. 11 games, but was on pace for you know getting way above that 700 number. He finished with 524 in 11 games. But to me, Goddard, 675 and a half. I think that I, c- I could be intrigued by that play. If he really takes the reins, uh, from Ertz, and this becomes a go-to player. And you know, if you can have Devonta Smith on one side and and Rager on the other, and Hertz has options, and you can you know get Goddard wide open o- over the middle. 
to me, he could get, you know, sniff that 700-yard mark. I could be looking for a Goddard overplay there. Okay, I got some if questions for you, Josh. If Dak Prescott gets off to a slow start with this muscle strain, this situation, uh, if uh, the offensive line for the Giants does not come together, and if Washington Fitzpatrick, there's no uh, Fitzmagic there anymore, does this open the door for the Eagles to be competitive in that division? So a lot of things have to break your way for that to happen, Pritch. But I would give you credit because, you know, again, a lot of these books that were at a six and a half win total, a team mm-hmm. that went 4-11 and last year, uh, again, you're kind of saying to yourself, why is that so high? I don't really see a lot of big changes here. Yes, you can bring in Devonta Smith, but again, rookie coach. But I think that's why maybe the juice on the six and a half is over minus okay. 130 because it's just the opportunity of volatility and unpredictable situations there. And again, what are you going to get from Dak? He's had issues. Pritch, I screwed up. I thought Hard Knocks was last night. It's actually tonight. It's tonight. So yep. I get to watch that tonight. But uh, I think you're right. I still think the football team, you know, even if, if it's magic doesn't play well, Heineke, I at least showed you something in that playoff game last year. You got a great defense. Okay. But you are right. Things could break the Eagles' way, and maybe they're better than we think. Well, it's not that they're better than we think. It's just that those ifs could, Everyone's worse. Those ifs could be probable, though, because of Dak, that situation, the Giants' offensive line, that could come to be true. And then uh, Fitzpatrick might have ran out of magic here. So uh, there's some ifs to consider when you think about the Eagles that way. I'm right there with you, Pritch. And I'm still bitter. Uh, why didn't Malcolm Butler play in the Super Bowl? Something I'll never realize. And I'll have to. Uh, I'll, I'll have all the Philly cheesesteaks in the world. I'll never get over that losing that Super Bowl. All right. Any update on Nelson Aguilar? How's he doing? He's looking good. He was okay. he was injured when I went to practice. He didn't play that day, but a uh, big deep threat. I think he could really benefit the Pats offense. All right. Looking forward to that. Uh, seeing him on the field with the uh, Patriots right there. Looking forward to Josh Towers in hour number two. He's in studio. This next. made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.